So I had this idea to make a podcast for Brian since uh, this weekend this is his bachelor party and uh, we'd be together with, with some great guys um, who who know Brian well and, and I'm my my wife makes fun of me. I'm uh, I I am a reminiscer. You know, I'm it, it'll never be as good as it was kind of guy. You know, so I love I love thinking of the old days and I and I started thinking of some stories of Brian that that really made me laugh. You know, and and some some moments that that I really treasure. And I you know naturally was like, well, what what does my sister have to say about this? What what does Brian's friends have to say about this? What do my friends have to say about this? And and so anyway. I come up with this idea. I said, I'm going to get some great people together, some people who really know Brian, who really love Brian, and I want to hear them tell stories about, like, somebody that, that I love. Like, I know a billion stories, so most good, like, like always, like, him being, like, like the fucking center of attention, like, the 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 person you can't take your eyes off, the most electrifying man in the building. Like, he is, like, that's just like who he is you know and he's so like just just i don't know i i, I didn't know like what like i i didn't know how else how else to to like honor like you know what i mean somebody somebody who i really look up to somebody who means a lot to me somebody who means a lot to my like development as a human and as a man you know um and somebody who's been there for me every step of the way no matter how many terrible things i do and say to him and stuff and he's just always there because that's who he is he's just a good fucking person um anyway without further ado that's enough for me uh we have let's count them here we have one two three four five six seven cuts coming up um they're just gonna rapid fire like you know one after the other after the other i'm not putting anybody's name in the description um for multiple reasons but the first the biggest one is i want brian to be surprised every time he hears somebody the next person's voice he does he's not gonna know who's coming so without further ado all right ready three two one so um just you know full disclosure here this is the first uh recording of these that i i'm doing um i'm doing this one with my sister corny say hello hello so um Courtney is here, uh, or or at her home, and she's going to tell us two stories about Brian. Um, I don't know if they are yet. Uh, I'm sure I I know them. Um, like I probably know most of these stories, but um, I don't. This is I don't know where in the in the grand scheme of this podcast, Courtney's is going to fall in, but we get the gist by now. Uh, Courtney, go ahead. Okay, so my first story takes place. I must have been about five years old. It was Easter. My parents were hosting this big Easter with all the cousins, and we were doing our Easter egg hunt. So when I was five, Brian was 13 years old. (laughs) So Brian also was in the Easter egg hunt, again, like, with a bunch of, like, five and six and seven-year-olds. We're all running around, getting the eggs. Of course, I get, like, four or five. Brian's basket's full, and he finds the golden egg, and he's freaking out, so excited, because he gets a Game Boy. And everyone else is so upset, because why is a 13-year-old doing an Easter egg hunt with a bunch of 5-year-olds? And, like, still to this day, I'm pissed that he got the Game Boy.
<laughs> I don't. I don't know if I if I've ever heard that story. You, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it was at the house in Warren. The, oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I think the Game Boy was like green too. I, I I remember being so upset that he got to play with us. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like him though. Well, yeah. I feel like I'm echoing. Hold on. Oh, all right, Corny, what else you got? So the next story, I was probably about 12 and it was Thanksgiving. And we're all <laughs> <laughs> we're all passing around the food and making our plates. Brian Lee. Is this, hold on, just, a, just about it. Is this the Thanksgiving where he was singing that Rihanna song the whole time <laughs> at the boy's house? No, no, no. This is different Thanksgiving. Oh. This is at his at okay. the Villa house in Bristol. Okay. So... Brian leans in, like, uncomfortably close to my face. (laughs) (laughs) He points to the corn on my plate. And he says, he says something like, you're going to see that in your poop later. (laughs) (laughs) What a sick bastard. Oh, yeah, he's such a sick bastard. (laughs) <laughs> he's getting married God bless Adeline <laughs> okay can I share John's favorite story he's not here to share it yeah yeah I'd love it. I'd, let's hear it so you may you may hear this from another person but John's favorite Brian story was in Florida at your bachelor party <laughs> when Joe Valenka was in the pool oh <laughs> <laughs> I, wait, I wanted Joe to tell this story but I don't know I don't want to make him too uncomfortable <laughs> okay, so so Joe's in the pool, right? He's naked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Brian. Yeah. Oh, so, so so just so everybody knows, um, this is like like the night before we leave. Joe is like unbelievably blackout drunk. <laughs> um, he's he's in the pool, so he's mad because Joe uh, and Mike Sariva took my homie uh, Josh Vieira back to the airport. Um, because Josh had to go home early. Josh is a family, you know what I mean. So he he, he had to go home early. So while they were gone, we drank all the rest of the White Claws on a Sunday night. And so, like, we couldn't get more. And uh, so Joe was so mad he didn't get any of the White Claws. So that he just, in turn, drank everything he could find and got blackout drunk. But the, the, the thing Joe doesn't like to talk about, though, is him and Mike Sariva stopped to go to Hooters <laughs> on the way back. So we're drinking these be- we're drinking this while they're at Hooters. Like, I'm not, you know, who cares? We don't care, you know, like, where they are. We're just saying they're out drinking without us. And they're mad we're drinking, like, the booze, whatever, I don't know. I'd be a little upset, too, if I was Joe. So, anyway, <laughs> Joe gets blackout drunk, gets in the pool, throws the swimming trunks at Chris, and then Chris gets me and Brian, and, Corny, go ahead. Oh, yeah, so, I guess Brian, was Brian, like, messing with him? Was this, like, running his shorts around or something? Yeah, so Joe Joe threw his shorts uh, on the on the deck, and uh, Chris, Chris is, you know, was being Chris. He's being a nice guy. He's being above board, messing with Joe, just teasing him, nothing crazy. So me and Brian get involved, and we shut the lights off outside. Brian runs and picks up Joe's shorts, and now <laughs> Joe is stuck in the pool naked <laughs> with no shorts and, and no towel and no way to get back inside, like, without running naked. And so he's – so then he proceeds to just go around the perimeter of the pool with, like – you know, pressed up against the outside of the pool so that nobody could see his front parts, but you could see his butt. <laughs> and Joe was just 
Skin rolled around, and and Brian walks up to me. He goes, "Oh my God, the hairs between his butt crack are red." That's about the time where John's throwing. Uh, no, that's not fair. About twelve hours earlier, John's throwing every piece of furniture there in the in the pool for no reason. It's absolutely just just see he'd see a chair throw it in the pool. Somebody's in the pool didn't matter. Chairs going into it. <laughs> Huh. Anything else, Court? Uh, no, I think those are the top three stories we have. <laughs> I know. Uh, I'm, I'm interested to see what everybody else has. Um, hopefully, we get to talk to to a, a bunch of people. Um, but yeah, I can't. I, I can't even fathom what some of these guys are gonna say. All right, Court. I'll let you go. All right. Bye. Thank you. Bye. No problem. I got a fart so bad. Okay. So same theme. I'm just recording these things. I'm putting them together. I don't know what order this is in. So next up, we have my friend, somebody I met before I went to school, Idrissa Warren. One of the first people I ever met in this town, Andrew Augustus. Andrew, what is going on? What's going on, Josh? Such a so fun to think about memory lane, all the before school playing soccer, cheap shots then, going into high school, cheap shots then. <laughs> and all the way back to U sevens, you know? Crazy. Damn. <laughs> but so Andrew's on, like everybody's on, Brian, of course, uh, to tell his favorite story about Brian. Um, or, or you know, maybe a few, whatever. I don't know, whatever we have time for. Let's see what happens. But anyway, Andrew has a, a pretty funny story that relates to our other podcast, Kirk and Off, a weekly podcast where my cousin and I talk about Kirk Minahan and the happenings inside of his world. Andrew, go ahead. Just one day, it was in the middle of the pandemic, and I just completely out of the blue. And anyone who knows my dad, most of guys probably listen to this know Coach Ron. He, he's he was always a stickler. He doesn't text. Always gave his phone number out for like the soccer shit, but he never would text. And I was always like the biggest gripe with the parents. One day I'm just sitting at work, and all of a sudden on my phone I get a text from my dad saying, "Hey, Blind Mike's dad says hi." And I'm like, "How the fuck does he know about Blind Mike? He would never listen to the Kirk Minahan show. He would like it was it it made no sense for it. So then of course I have to hop on on Twitter, and I'm like, "You saw my dad today? And I, I have I have no clue who this person is. I'm just sending a stranger a text on Twitter, and the handle's Blind Mike's dad. So then we start talking. He goes, "Yeah." It's me. It's Brian. I'm like, Brian, who the hell's Brian? Yeah, I work with your father, Avila. I was like, no shit. Because I remember he used, to co- well, he used to coach me in soccer, too. He coached us all. So it's like shit. It was like shit. It was just so funny. And I think it's been nice to have you and him even kind of just come up. And it's good to have people to talk about Kirk Minahan with because it's a, it's a definitely a fun Fun, uh, fun experience, to say the least. Yeah, and, and we're learning, obviously, so... Um, me and Brian have been doing our podcast since like September. Uh, basically, honestly, if uh, if Dave Paul uh, gave Brian an idea to do a, a uh, actually, I think it was Jake, uh, his cousin Jake, or Drew. I fuck, fuck, I fucked it all up. I think it's Drew. I think Drew does a, a fantasy football podcast about his fantasy football league, and, and Brian just thought it was excellent, and he wanted us to do it. Chris has a little bit too much on his plate with two babies and being postmaster general of some fucking bullshit. I don't fucking know what he does. Um, so I just I just said I would do it, and I started doing the fantasy football one, and he liked the way it sounded, and he's like, "We got to get in this minifan world, dude." And um, one th- to just to echo your point you made a minute ago, 
it's been so nice to, like since we started Kirkinoff. It's been so nice since since we like reconnected with Andrew. Cause it's just nice to have another like friend like that we could just talk about. It. We don't always have to do a show just to be like, can you believe what happened on uh, on the show? And it's just it's nice. It's obviously you know what I mean. And especially the older we get, it seems like the the fewer people we you you're around. So it's nice to have um, friends from from way back when. You know what I mean? To talk Kirk Minahan with Brian says he remembers you from the multiplex when it was still in Bristol. I think. Yeah, the uh, the blue building that's now like I think it's like a carbon fiber shop or something like that. Yeah, Tupelo. But even right? like, yeah, down right on Tupelo, right on, right near the old golf course. <laughs> and it, and that's what I even just doing this talking with him. It's like now he's someone I wouldn't even <laughs> have imagined like likes to swing the clubs and hit the course. So now that I know Brian likes those, I'll be like, hey, let's go play a round or five. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, t- yeah. He's a yeah. <laughs> Actually, I think. I think uh, <laughs> So we're doing this for Brian's batch party, obviously. I, we might be listening to this on the way up. I have no idea where Brian's going to hear this. But he's planning to play golf tomorrow, Saturday, uh, April something. Um, let's see. April 25th? 24th? I don't know. I don't know. He wants to play golf Saturday morning with, with uh, Dave and Bobby. And I don't fucking play golf, so I'm just going to do a few eddies and just hang out and wait for him. Unless my mom's That's listening. That's the way to do it. Because I don't do drugs. No. It's like maybe you'll have a, just go sit on the golf cart with him and have a beer or five. It's like that's oh you don't I have totally to swing the should just be Brian's caddy. Fun. Yeah, just be his caddy. Help oh, him out. Oh <laughs> yeah, okay, I'll do that. That's a good idea. All right, Andrew, you got there anything you go. else? Nah, that's it. Congratulations, Brian. That's the big one. It's you got a lot of good things going for you. Many many years of happiness lie ahead of you. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And two beautiful uh, girls in his life, obviously, Adeline and his and his uh, daughter Lauren. Yeah, I'm I'm fearful for when Lauren becomes of the starts of the dating age because whoever has to come home and meet Brian, yeah. that's, he's that taking her on soul. their first date, and he's, hey, you better keep your hands off my daughter. <laughs> oh God! All right, all right, we're going. Next story. I'm Blind Mike's daddy. Tim, how did you meet Brian? Ooh, as far as the year, I'm not exactly sure. I'm sure it was somewhere around the circle of the 2010s. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met him in our, our, our fantasy football league, uh, the East Bay Fantasy Football League, the EBFL. It's the premier fantasy football league in, in the oh, East Bay, for sure. Did we, did we, did we change it officially? <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm, no, I'm just saying that's how great I'm saying it, it is the premier. It's number oh, it absolutely it's the number one league. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. The uh, I wear the belt every day when I get out of bed. Just want to let everybody know that. <laughs> and brush my teeth in it. So, you know, it's pretty great. Um. So anyway, uh, what like, what was was your first impression of this strange man? Ooh, uh, he's a he's a man of many voices. <laughs> uh, he's uh, uh, I I think I think there was about eight different personalities that I met on that first day. Um, oh, he's like that movie with the guy, you know that one. Split, yeah. He's yeah. like an he was like an M Night Shyamalan a Ding Dong movie, you know. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, you know, it was it was great, high energy, you know, things you love to see in a league. Mm-hmm. And other things you love to do see in a league is he's often lately he's been much better, but he was often not very great in the early years, so it was easy to draft around him as well. It was it was always a pleasure to draft around him. Now you know. Like I, I will say this: if I had to pick, uh, I guess my my rival, you know, my 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 frenemy in the league, it's probably Brian. That you know? is it's, so interesting to me. So so if I had to, you know, 
as far as Brian goes, you know, in my book, mm-hmm. you know, Brian, Brian's a man of family. He, he'd do anything for his family. He'd go so far as to throw a game so his uncle doesn't end up in last place. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, you, you know uh, in addition to that, you know, Brian, um, oh, man, I'm, I'm trying to make sure I, I hit all my, my points. You know, I, I obviously never had the opportunity to play soccer for Brian. Um, man, what was my other one? Uh, oh, Brian, you know, he, he's a man of diplomacy. Uh, you know, he, he respects, you know, as far as the, the fairness of diplomacy so much so <laughs> that he'll, uh, he'll, he'll make phone calls to the entire league to, uh, to make sure that his pitch is heard and uh, that, that, that the appropriate threats are made if uh, we're not on his side. Um, that doesn't sound like him at all. No, not at all. Uh, and, and, and more importantly, you know what, and this probably, you know, as far as, uh, this being involvement, you know, uh, for the renewal of his vows or his, his bachelor party. You know, Brian's a man of faith, and we all know Brian's a man of faith because I don't think there's anybody in the uh, Rhode Island community who has more faith that Benny's will one day return <laughs> to its full potential <laughs> and, and be the thriving source of uh, economy that the 401 needs. It's just, you know what, I think if, if we give it time, it'll regrow, and then it'll just regen- like we'll just show up one day, and then there will be people in it. We won't even know what happened. You know, uh, if you build it, they will come. I believe is the quote. Do you would? Can I tell you a story about Brian when he was the commissioner of a fantasy football league I played in? Absolutely. So it is. It was my first twelve man. Me and Chris were pretty excited because uh-huh. we were like, you know, like we all, we always do ten man. So we were like, all right, so our first shot at a twelve man. I'm like, they kind of figure it out, and like we don't give a shit about it. I was I was god awful. I I had an awful awful year, but I had Wes Welker like in his prime. And okay. uh, Brian's team was number one, and he kept fucking with everything. And he was, and he texts me, and he's like, "Yo, he he doesn't ask me. He tells me drop Wes Welker so I can pick him up." I said, "Why would I drop him? You're at the bottom of the wave order." He's like, "I'm gonna put myself to number one." He just literally cheated the whole fucking time <laughs> to get whatever he wanted. Whoa, he wanted. <laughs> that is that is uh that is some pretty uh potent uh revelations I'm having over here. Like that's. That's wild. How have I never heard that story? That explains so much. It's, it's so wow. absurd. I just, the, 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 I was upset with him when, when he did what he did, like, like for my dad. Like, I think my dad ended up beating you pretty bad that day. Like, like the day that it mattered. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to not be last place. Is that correct? Not to rub it in, I'm just, I'm just asking. But like, but I just remember being so mad at Brian because I was like, dude, just play it straight up, like whatever, you know. But I just, you know, <laughs> I, you know, again, you know what? I can't be mad. That's that's a man who loves his uncle. You know, I, I, I probably, <laughs> I probably do this. You know, if I had to choose between my uncle and and the only kid in the room who never played soccer for me, I'd, I'd, I'd equally choose my uncle. <laughs> I'm gonna. How, how well do you remember like like attitude era wrestling? Oh yeah, absolutely. That's probably the only, so, that's probably the only wrestling I remember. Okay, so Brian loves it, uh, and so do some of his friends. And right now, I'm gonna play the Eddie Guerrero theme song. We lie, we cheat, we steal, and then that's how we're gonna end this. All right, sounds good to me. <laughs> All right, later, man. Later. Thanks, Tim. Yeah, you're not cheating, you're not trying. We lie, we cheat, we steal. We lie, we cheat, we steal. Now on, our, our next guest, excuse me, that's what I should say, not now on, our next guest 
is Richard Marshall. Most people know as Dicky. Dicky, how's it going? Good, good. I'm also known as an evil too. <laughs> how um? <laughs> how, so how'd you meet Brian? How did I meet Brian? Brian who? Brian who? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that one. <laughs> uh, I don't know, years and years ago, we were little kids. Uh, probably BYSA, you <laughs> soccer. Did you guys go, <laughs> go to St. Elizabeth's together? Uh, yeah, we did. Uh, I joined over there, I think, seventh grade. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's been a awesome. while now. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah, like so. So you so you met BYSA, so that's like maybe you've known him thirty years. Uh close to it, if if not just under. That's what what yeah. what was your first impression if you remember? Um uh, watching Tony pull up in that bike, <laughs> driving the bike to the camper to take uh soccer photos. <laughs> <laughs> That camp, remember that yellow Every, camper, Everybody, man. yeah, that camper was creepy, but everybody remembers the bike. Oh, the, the little gray Toyota van. <laughs> I, I remember every time my parents' car broke down, they they drive down to Wesley when we were little. Drive down to Wesley, drop the, drop the Toyota van off, come back, you know what I mean? We'd have that yeah. van for like two weeks. We'd like, oh, my God. That that van must have had like 200,000 miles and I got rid of it. Yeah, I bet you had more than that. <laughs> well, no, being a... Uh, being a Bristol, and he probably didn't. Well, yeah, you went to Wesley, would it? Yeah, so yeah, Wesley and Fall Rivers <laughs> as far as it went, probably. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, what? Um, I, I, as you know, I'm having everybody on just kind of telling their favorite stories about Brian. What's what's uh, a memory of Brian that that sticks in your head? A uh, memory of Brian that sticks in my head. It's uh, <laughs> gonna be a ton of them. <laughs> uh, I remember the time we had to sleep over at my house, and we uh. We snuck out and ran up to Don August's house and tipped over the rabbit cages. <laughs> that, that was a good one. Yeah. <laughs> did did, did Don next to my grandmother over there? Yeah, on uh, but Butterworth. Oh, <laughs> yeah. he's a good kid. And <laughs> uh, oh. he was a terror there. I heard. Yeah, one <laughs> one story that sticks out was. Uh, Bobby Andrade social studies class. We were doing uh we were taking a test and he lifted his ass up. It was quiet. He wanted to lay one of his silent but deadlies, but uh it wasn't so silent and it went it was definitely deadly. <laughs> but just a uh, long story short, yeah, it, he got into some shit for that. He got detention and everything for that one. <laughs> that was a good one. Yeah. We had it on our podcast the other day, he tried to uh he tried to mute his mic to rip a fart, but he but he fucked up and he clicked the button twice so it unmuted it. And he just yeah. lays this, he just lays this like three second fart. And he's like, "Oh shit, you guys heard that?" And this is the, we're in the middle no, of the this this was like the it, everybody was busy. It was quiet. It was it was no noise in the classroom, and he just let one go, and it 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 echoed. And Mister um, Andrew was uh, he was not happy. He was he was mad. He gave him detention for it for fawning in class. <laughs> it's outrageous. Yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I got. I I guess I don't like. Besides for like those questions, I don't. I don't really like know know uh, what else to ask. Like you guys are five years older than me. You know what I mean? Like when like I don't remember too much of like of like you guys hanging out at a village. Like I know that you did. Oh, you know what I mean? 
But, we used to have the parties over there, his uh, birthday parties and, um, mm-hmm. you know, get-togethers. We used to play Man on and all that in the yard. Well, the whole, <laughs> oh, I forgot the whole how much circle down there. Man on. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that. The whole yeah, cold said, thing. yeah, sorry. Yeah. Everybody, we all had a great time when, when we were over there. Yeah. His birthday was in the, the end of July. It was a perfect time to have cookouts and stuff like that, playing volleyball and all that. I know. It was always yeah. fun over there. Yeah, it was always fun. I know. So, how uh, are are you surprised at all that that Brian found somebody that like actually loves him? No, because I mean but... everybody loves Brian. You know what I mean? <laughs> but for him, for him to settle down and actually get married and have a baby, I don't know. I I always thought he was always always funny guy. You know, but uh, yeah. everybody everybody grows up. You know what I mean? And we, yeah. we we all grow we're all the same. We all grew up and uh we all still have fun. You know what I mean? I know it's true. We all joke I, around. I yeah. can definitely relate to like not like when I was like even even say like maybe like five years ago, like right before he met Adeline, I was I probably was like, Oh, I like I didn't think he wouldn't get married, you know what I mean? But I was like, I don't I like I don't know how it happens for him because he's so strange. Um, actually I thought I thought it was about time, yeah. Because, you know, <laughs> growing up and then being the same age, that's what happens, you know. I know, yeah, Brian. yeah, especially because everybody else's life is so different. Like, like uh, you're married, I think, right? You I definitely have kids. Joey has kids and married. You know what I mean? Uh, TT does. So it's crazy. Well, I mean, and Brian had Brian's in different shoes too because he went away in the military for a while. So, um, it's true. you know, that took a toll on. He was away from everybody, his family, his friends, and you know, he came back and he had a. I don't want to say start over, but he pretty much started life over again. You know, you had to pick up back, you know, try to pick up where he left off. Yeah, it's true. So, yeah, it's it's not it's not easy, dude. Uh, yeah, oh, my God. Like, not, like, I, the kid's I remarkable, can't... dude. He's one of a kind, man. <laughs> dude, what, what about – uh, he, he, I don't know if you know this. Well, I'm sure you do. I'm, sorry, I'm tracing the picture, but – because uh, he, he comes home from South Korea, guy. He he gives you – he gives your brother a uh, – a jersey? Oh, it's, the Wassel jersey. Yeah, the yeah. Wassel jersey. I'm like, you didn't even look at this once. Well, <laughs> uh, he was so, so, so proud leading up to that. He was so proud to get him get him that. Like he was really proud he, of that he, lady he that spit so jersey. I'm trying I, to remember. Did I think he gave that one of the times many? Foxwoods. I don't know if it's accurate, but he may have gave it to him at Foxwoods. I yeah. I, I feel like I don't it, remember that was though, at but Brian's he, house, like watching UFC, like at Adeline's house. But I'm not, it could have been I'm not, not yet. Now that you mentioned, it could have been a UFC night at his house. Yeah, yeah, like back, you know, when they were doing that. <laughs> that I used to love. I used to love uh, when Brian Brian would take us to. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm bad with the fire with the with the fire station names. But when he would take us to the fire station and watch fucking uh, Strike Force or whatever, it'd be like, like him yeah. and Barry. You know what I mean? We'd just be fucking like sitting. Like we thought it was like so cool of me, Chris. You know what I mean? Like watching those fights and shit with them. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. You still do any of that yeah. stuff, like firefighting and stuff? Uh, no, nah, I'm still a member, but I don't. I'm just busy with the family and work, and yeah, I'm sure lazy. Never really get around to it, but I know it's got to be. Mean, I get too. there. I get there when I can. You know. <laughs> uh, All right, yeah. man. I only, do. You, do you have any other stories to add? Oh, that you want to share? Um, other than just. I'm proud and happy for the dude. I mean, he's uh, he's a brother of mine, so always will be. So, I mean, uh, I'm happy for him. 
And congrats to Brian Avila. <laughs> awesome, man. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it, Dickie. Yeah, no problem, man. Thanks All for right. the interview. Later, brother. Later. All right. So now my guest, my brother, Chris, and one of my best friends in the entire world, Mike Survivor. Boys, what's going on? What's going on, man? Hello. Long time no talk. So you everybody knows the deal by now. This is this is the almost the end of the podcast. Um so obviously I like Chris I, I mean I don't I don't necessarily know when Chris met Brian, but like Chris has known Brian for for the best part of thirty years. Mike, you've known Brian for like let's say like five. How how'd you guys meet? Uh so we met when we met when we went to um to wrestling you guys came to come pick me up in my parents house when i was still living there <laughs> got in the car brian was in the front seat and when i when i saw brian i was like hey how's it going he was like hi hey, and hi. he was just being very strange <laughs> and i was like what the hell is wrong with this guy is this guy got like fucking problems or something like I'm the hell is friend. this I'm yeah 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 and it's a, it's a tough spot for us too because we vouch for him we're like no 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 you you definitely won't feel weird coming with me and my cousin like it'll be normal, yeah you know <laughs> yeah I, I don't even remember which event was it tlc i think it was tlc um yeah it was yeah, it was it TLC. Might, yeah, it might have been the night that I ate the dip off the floor at the greatest bar. Oh, that was, might have been the first oh, night. No, no, no. That was, I think that, that was it. That was definitely Hell in a Cell. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. That was, that was when you were back from Omaha and you were like fucking. Oh, oh that's Chris, right. That's Chris right. is yeah, just yeah. like doing everything. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> He's having yeah. a good time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, we, we were on the way there and then he was like, you want a nip? And I was like, sure, okay. How all great friendships are formed. Can I? Yeah. So, yeah. so, so uh, I think everybody listening probably knows that, like, I, I love the, I love Twitter. I, I use it quite a bit. One of the things people don't know about me and how would they is I am notoriously stingy with my likes, like, the, like tweet likes, you know what I mean? Like favorites. Some people will have thousands and thousands. Like I know Ryan has a thousand of them or, or more. Um, I, they're like, they're gold to me. If you get a like, like you did a good job. I want to, I want to read you a tweet that I liked if that's okay, guys. So it's from it's dated February thirteenth, twenty eighteen. Oh wow! So we actually know. So we we Mike and Brian have been friends six years. December. <clears throat> Brian Avila says three years ago a wolf pack group by one. Josh and Chris introduced me to Mike, someone who loved wrestling as much as I do. He showed up to TLC in sweatpants with no fucks given. I said to myself, Who is this man in the sweatpants who likes WWE? Who likes WWE as much as I do, and who doesn't? And who doesn't give a fuck? What's he doing What's here? <laughs> I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's no. so good. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I mean, let's be serious. If you're not going to like a WWE event in sweatpants and your raggedy T-shirt, like, yeah. are you fucking living? Like, seriously, yeah, just, just yeah. like, uh, as an aside here, if you guys like, like, if you think Mike's playing it up or like Brian was playing it up that Mike wasn't in sweatpants that really at the TD Garden. Me and Mike once, well, well, really, this is really about Mike because I think I was dressed kind of properly. No, no, I wasn't actually. We we were at the rooftop at like Legal Seafood, like in Boston, and Mike's like straight up in ball shorts, like straight up, like we're getting we're eating like sushi. It's mad fancy, like everybody, like it's all like like young like college students and shit. And we're just sitting there, fucking like, like I don't even. We, it's such a mess, like such a hot mess, long over, you know. Yeah, that that was yes. Yes, I, I remember that very distinctly. No comment. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the dude pulled up in the Jeep in his like summer leather vest and was like, hey, I'm here. And the cop was like, here's a ticket. You can't park here. Oh, my God. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. oh, so, anyway, like, Mike, you, you obviously have a uh, much shorter time with Brian, but do you have a favorite memory? Like, of, uh, you know, you guys together? Yeah, so, I mean, so, obviously... I truly believe Brian is a reason why a very distinct wrestler who I may or may not name Dana Brooke went on a weight loss journey when we were at NXT (laughs) at URI. And he told her, I quote, eat a salad, eat a salad from that moment on. She was on a weight loss journey. Didn't she like flex on him though? She she like turned around and was like, What's up? She <laughs> yeah. She's a good sport. I like that truly her. to me was probably the f- like I, I don't even think I could breathe at that point. That's how that's how much I was laughing. I mean either that or when he first met Lulu, my wife, you know, hi, my name's Chester. She was like, What? Who are you? I, you know what? I don't wanna, I don't wanna call you a liar, but I'm gonna, cause I remember her response perfectly, and it's, I know your name's not Chester. Chester. <laughs> <laughs> this is so funny. Oh. Either that, or I mean, him taking the picture with, um, I mean, when the, when we had the date drinking adventure for Helena Cell. I mean, we were all messed up. I don't even know how many fireball shots we consumed knowing Brian. He probably had a handle. Every time we go to wrestling. Yeah, that was probably my favorite wrestling memory because everyone was sleeping. You, Mikey Scott, um, (laughs) Mike Sariva. Brian was like semi there, and I'm sitting there just enjoying the night. Well, I was standing there enjoying the night, and the people behind me were like, Excuse me, can you please sit down? And out of like a dead sleep, Josh jumps out and goes, What the fuck did you say? <laughs> Don't talk to my brother. <laughs> we're all late. we're all sitting down. You look in the middle. <laughs> you know, but but I mean, I think that at this point right now, you need to cut to the ultimate moment of our wrestling adventures when we're in New York City and insert that clip right here. Yep, no problem. Here we go. All right, everyone, ladies and gentlemen, come on, step right up, play some anal ring toss. It's only a dollar to play, and you can win any prize here on the board. Let's go. Come on, bring your kid here. I just, I, who the fuck comes up with something like that, though? Who, who, just, <laughs> yeah, but I don't, I just, he's just so creative, and that's one of the things that, like, like the Kirk Minahan universe has, like, figured out, like, about him. Like, is that, like, he, he's, like, an all-time caller. I know you guys don't listen. He's an all-time caller. He has all-time bits. Like, he's, he's so loved there. Like, in that community right now, Kirk isn't too fond of us or our show or anything like that, but um, it's just, it's, like, his creativity with that kind of stuff is so fucking funny. Like, I don't know if it's all... And it, I mean, to be honest, he could just be doing Sal and Richard bits the whole time, and I don't know it. But he's just hes just so fucking unbelievable. Chris, do you have a, do you have a memory you want to share with the time of all of us together? Oh, with all of us together? Oh, Jesus. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know. Um, I mean, I love the Papa Chris nickname <laughs> night. Um, that was great. I was thinking more of like when we were younger, and I don't know if I can segue to this right now, but yeah, when we were younger and we had no idea what was going on, we were probably like seven or eight, and Brian used to make us sing songs about our Pulbinia. <laughs> 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 and Tiana would be in the background saying, Brian, Brian, stop. 
And the whole time we're saying like, I like my Pumba, my like my. We had no idea what it was. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know what was going on at that point, but that was probably like. When I was thinking about like what I was gonna say, it was like between that or like when he would pretend to be Val Venus in front of mom. Oh. Uh, <laughs> like I don't remember how many how many like toes were in his mouth at one point. <laughs> That's <laughs> absolutely disgusting. <laughs> but that's probably like I I don't know. But all all of us together, I think my favorite that would that wrestle. I mean, I'm sorry, the Summer Sam's trip was my favorite. With all four of us, yeah, for sure. That was, was so or, or I mean, any night in Orlando was was yeah pretty pretty magical. I will say, like I know, I know we have different views on this because because of like our different roles in this, but like the the trip to Brooklyn, being in that fucking like two hundred square foot room, all six of us, whatever the fuck it the, was, the party room. Yeah, just being crammed. That's exactly what I was gonna say. And then me and Mike, you guys trying to take a nap, and me and Mike are like, "Hey, we're gonna be quiet in the bathroom, but listen to music and get turned up." And we just fucking bump music. Everybody I slept. <laughs> I slept through that too. So. Like, oh, I don't even know how I got that chair in there. <laughs> like, yeah, like, we it was like so the room tight. Furniture in there to sit. It's yeah. ridiculous. Me and, yeah, me and Brian slept in the same bed. Mikey Scott was on the floor at that point still, and you guys were partying. <laughs> and I don't even know why. There was a whole empty bed. Josh ended up sleeping in between the beds for the trip, and Mikey Scott still slept on the floor for the party room. <laughs> <Like you. laughs> it's just so, so asinine. When, when I was thinking of this, because I don't think uh, I was going to do just like, like a monologue, and may, maybe I will do one like in the beginning, but, but, I, but I'm probably not going to share too many memories in it, I guess. But, but one of the ones I was thinking of, Chris, um, is so we're it's back when it was Coach Brian, you know, Coach Brian and Sean. And we're we must have been fourteen then, yeah. We I was you fourteens. We're we're indoors, right? Multiplex. And in between games, because remember the playoffs used to play like three or four games in a night. That wow, was that was, that was like yeah. it was it used to, I don't know it used to be fun, but then I felt like I got gypped because I'm like I want to play these teams again for fifty minutes and beat them again, like not beat them in twenty minutes or whatever. Yeah. But but like so. So we fucking, it wasn't the playoffs. I think it, no. I think it, I think it was. We run through Portsmouth. Remember, we just fucking oh, demolished geez, them. Awesome. Yeah, I it was know just if it was the playoffs. No, but yeah, I know exactly. What you're yeah, that was the was best. Just, yeah, that was the best one liner. It was just, it was just a great game, and and uh, we're in B division. You know what I mean, Mike? Like, and we we probably shouldn't be. But but anyway, we're in the B division instead of A or whatever, and the, the Portsmouth coach comes over to us and he's like, he's like, you guys should be in A division. It's fucking bullshit. Like running up the score on us. And Brian fucking snaps, turns around, and he goes, you should be in C because you suck. <laughs> <laughs> and, just, and I feel and, like, but we always before that we had good games against Portsmouth. I think just that year. That's when, yeah, it, wasn't that when we we played Capital like three times that year, right? Was that that year? Because we always had decent games against Portsmouth and though, but we just we just killed them. And that guy was, I could still see that guy's face because even like through like Portsmouth High School, like he was still around. Yeah, his son was our age, but yeah, that was yeah. You should be at C because you suck. Yeah, like, that, that was. was <laughs> I want to. That that was the our first year. That was like the like first year, like second session. You know what I mean? Like like the first time, basically, we played with Brian. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, I just like, remember like going into that game, like being like, "Shit, like, th- these Portsmouth kids are big," and like we end up kicking their ass, and then that, yeah, <laughs> then that happened like right outside the door. Yeah. Oh, remember, like right in that like doorway area. Yeah, yeah, but, but the old, old like yeah, like, like it's the, changed yeah, twice the old, since then. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. But it was it was wild. I, I used to love going over there, obviously, and it was that was those were like some of my favorite memories. When I think of like like the. 
it's it's like kind of silly when you think of it, but like, but that's what sports does for kids, you know, like like they it teaches them like responsibility and like hard work and like like if you if you want to win, you have to put the time in and blah blah blah, and you have to practice and all. It's 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 all about lessons, you know, like and how to be a good winner and all that kind of stuff. But when I when I think about like like some of my favorite times as a human, it it really like some of them, most of them really are like. That, that like those U fourteen kids like Brian and Sean, us sticking around like like I I you know I remember a random practice where where like I won a sprint and everybody was like I I didn't know you were faster than Karsten you know and I was like I'm two years older than him I fucking better be you know what I mean I was like I'm bigger and stronger like I better yeah, no, be that, you that know? group of guys too I think that that it was just like a good group like we all just meshed so well for that like time period and then obviously we grew up and went our separate ways but. I just think with like Brian and Sean as the coaches and us and all of our personalities, it just worked. It, oh, the wambulance, you know, like so, oh, yeah, so, yeah. so most I'm sure all of you guys, the yeah, I'm sure all of you guys listening, the V, um, ours are like, you know, soccer's so boring, blah, blah, blah. You have your own thoughts about it. Like it's terrible, all this kind of shit. And, and sometimes it is, but like, so, you know, one of the worst parts of soccer is, is people flock flopping. And, uh, when somebody would do that in the middle of a U14 practice in St. Elizabeth's gym ryan and sean would pick them up by their arms and legs drag them off the floor and tell us to keep playing around them and we would just like have the he they gave no fucks and they'd say the ambulance and go wah, wah, and pick people up and fucking move <laughs> yeah. them it was, it was just wah, 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 yeah, yeah. Wah, wah. yeah 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 that's what it was that's it <laughs> but it's just like they uh, you, you know that like i know it's like stupid but like we like we all like like you said we all grew up together like we all like 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 figured it out together you know like like how to win how to play strong how to do all those things like all of us together and that was the best part of like that team you know yeah no i, lo- I love that and that whole thing and, like, we went we were so good together and i think and like for us for us like we had just transitioned back to soccer we played soccer when we were mm-hmm. younger we haven't played soccer for so long brian literally needed two more guys to make the team like so we could have a team and we just like we're like all right screw it like brian's our cousin we're gonna do it and then, like, so we were playing for those couple – and this – oh, here you go, next point. So we're, so we're playing for those couple of years, and we played with those same group of guys forever. And then I get into, like, whatever it was, like, freshman year of high school, and I signed up for soccer instead of football. And Brian looked at me like one family party, like dead in the face. And he goes, um, hmm, great football player going to soccer. We are choice. I was like, you literally made me play soccer. I didn't didn't choose this life. I was like, oh, they need two more people. Mom and dad were like, yeah, just do it. And we're like, okay. And we did it. And I was like, then he's going to give me shit for joining the soccer team instead of football. I was like, damn, that's that's Brian in a nutshell. I will say, yeah, I know. I will say, though, that if it wasn't for him saying that, I I wouldn't have made the team sophomore year. Because people got cut sophomore year, if you remember. Um, The homie Jay Monez, who, you know, great, great friend of mine. Um, haven't seen him forever. Great friend of Brian's too. Um, he he didn't make the team after sophomore year, and I remember being like, I was as bad as Jay, dude. I wouldn't have made the team if it wasn't for Sean and Brian. You know, like without them, like really, like like putting putting us through it, trying to figure it out, trying to be like trying to be better, like trying to make us grow, trying to be stronger, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have made it. Yeah, no, I was yeah. so scared for those because that was my freshman year, right? So yeah, I was yeah. like, we were all sitting there like shit, like I, that was a, was that the only time when there was actual cuts. And then I think, well, Kevin yeah. Corey, they were like, hey, Kevin, we're going to cut you or you can play JV. And he's like, hey, I'm playing JV. 
Yeah, that was, yeah, yeah, which is yeah. which is like respectful. He no, wanted awesome. to play, yeah. dude. You know what I mean? Like, what are you gonna do? He no, we had a, that that year was we had a blast. It was like the three of us. Like, yeah, and then, um, yeah. That's when we actually got re- very, really close to Kevin. Yeah, yeah, really close to Kevin that yeah. year. Yeah, so I was like, that was awesome. Yeah, totally, Mike. You got anything else you want to add before before we hang it up? No, that's about it. I mean, you know, uh, I just can't wait for more Fireball. Hey, that's but right. More that's Friday, more. later Friday. Oh, More Saturday fireball. For you. Saturday for me. Yep. I uh, <laughs> got my hair cut at 7 o'clock a.m., and I'll be out on my way by 7.30. Hey. Chris, you got anything? So just know, when I arrive, full steam ahead. It's on. No, yeah, no. I'm, I think I, that's, I was just thinking about the um, the Pumbinia story there, but uh, <laughs> no, looking, looking forward to our never actually achieving the goal of England in five years. Yeah. Um, I think it's it's been a twenty year project now to get to England <laughs> to watch some soccer. <laughs> it's, it's getting harder, but, uh, harder, yeah. Oh, I mean everyone, yeah, exactly. Everyone's getting like real real lives, but um, but no, no, I think we're good. All right, yeah. Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Appreciate All right, you. thank you. <laughs>
Mm-hmm. But, but those those are great times. You know, I I, I cherish those moments because those are some of the best uh, you know times growing up. You know, I I just have uh, I just talked to Chris and, and another friend that I, that I had met in college that knows Brian now. They're they're both big wrestling fans. Um, and we we were talking about how when Brian was our coach when we were like like in U fourteen, like yeah. some of those are they're just like our favorite memories ever. Like just like growing up with those guys, like lo- like yeah. losing hard games. You know what I mean? With, like then figuring out how to win, all that kind of stuff. It's just like you just grow so much with those with those guys, you know? Absolutely. And you know what? When he was coaching too, he loved that. I mean, that was like his like his thing you know he, he he just had a passion to coach and he just loved watching you guys you know, grow and grow as players and as individuals so that that was definitely something he always loved and enjoyed doing he he could have been so good too like he really like he like he he inspired us like nobody else we even like like we, we were happy to go play for him you know what i mean ha- happy to play him i hope all that kind of stuff but like he did he could just light a fire under you even like sean eventually coached my hope like just just like jv and like i i love sean you know yeah but, but like Brian, just he could just motivate. You know, he's just so good at that. Well, he's got that personality that you just gravitate and feel comfortable with. So it's easy to like a person like him or, or to like a coach like him because you just he just has that personality that draws you in. Speaking of my hope, I, I want to share one not Brian related story. Although I, I was at the game because because Brian was there it was when, at a, a my hope game. But I, I, one of my most vivid memories from being in the stands there is is you scoring a goal, maybe the second goal of the, of the day. I honestly don't remember. I don't, I don't know who you were playing. I, I'd be lying if I said I did. And and uh, the loudspeaker guy says, you know, goal from out hope, Joey Gedge, and your mom fucking get some it's it his name is joseph <laughs> and she's just going i just thought i i was like oh my god it, yeah, you know she, what i mean <laughs> still does that now i mean she's kind of getting over it now because she's lost that battle a long time ago trying to get people to say it properly but you know you know it, it's it's just this is the way it is people have nicknames for one another and what they feel comfortable with so it's you know, I could be called a lot worse, but <laughs> that, that's a battle she lost a long time ago that, well, um so do, do you want to share your, uh, one of your favorite memories of, of hanging out with Brian? You know, growing up, Brian, you know, I did a lot of things with Brian, you know, and, uh, you know, sleeping over each other's houses, you know, playing sports, obviously going to school together. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of memories that I can think of that, that, that just bring a smile to my face because Brian, you know, is just that person that just can make you laugh and just, you know, just kind of relaxes you to have a good time. But, but it's probably a memory that you probably recall seeing because I'm sure he did it in front of you guys a lot too. But one thing he used to always do on the soccer field was, I don't know if you remember, when he used to roll up his shorts pretty much as high as he could. <laughs> To the point where his uh like the bottom of his t-shirt was actually lower than his shorts, so he was running around the field and looked like he had no pants on. <laughs> that that like, epitomizes Brian in every aspect. Like, the person, the player, because you know, obviously instead of playing the game, he's out trying to, you know, get you to laugh while you dribble the ball. But uh that was that's definitely one one memory I have that that keeps playing over and over again and he did it everywhere it wasn't even just that practice i i, I think he tried to do it a couple of times during a game <laughs> <laughs> that that i mean it just sounds like exactly like him anybody who yeah. knows him is like you know what i mean like nobody's gonna think that you made that up it's just yeah. like you could just see him you know and and, and yes i've seen that way too many times <laughs> like like an unbelievable amount of times yeah. <laughs> like, there's probably a video circulating somewhere because i'm sure somebody had to have caught that up. Oh, there has to be. If we had camera phones back then, then then that would have definitely been, you know, on, on Facebook or something. 
Yeah, well, we had we had some we have some really good times and a lot of a lot of laughs and good memories. You know, I, I can't honestly say that there was too many like, like you know, disagreements or bickering or arguing with one another. It just seemed like we had just a really good time laughing whenever people got together. It was just it was just it was good to be around. Definitely, and then uh, so when I I think the the most time honestly that that like that we've all maybe spent together might not, well be obviously your your guys friendship goes goes but way beyond this but lately it's it's it, it was turkey bowls for a while too after high school yeah, yeah i i know I, and i still get asked that question about when, <laughs> when, when we're gonna start it up again I, i'll be honest with you i don't know if well for one physically i'm nowhere near the shape i used to be in <laughs> i don't know if my body could hold up because the last year we did it i broke a couple of fingers and i was like that was it i hung them up yeah, I kind of remember that. I, I just that one was uh, that one was was we were playing on uh, the not where we usually played. We were kind of playing on the baseball side, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that one was was a brutal one. I, you know, I mean, if you ever if, if you ever want to, I know me and Crystal play, I, and I, I'm more open to the idea of flags now than I was maybe <laughs> ten years ago. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, I'm with you on that one. Yeah, oh, that's a tough one. Thank you so much, Joe, for joining me. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem. Uh, you know, I'm glad to do it. All right, th- thank you. Hey, have a good one. Yeah, same, same. I hope everything's well. Yeah, you too. Tell, tell your family, say hello, and I hope everything goes well. Perfect. See you, Joe. Bye. Thank you. Okay, so here we are, the final interview, the special guest herself. Edeline joins us. Edeline, how's it going? Hey, hey, Josh. I'm doing good. Um, so uh, Edeline is on to tell uh, us a story, which I think happens to be her favorite memory. But before that, uh, we're going to do a quick little interview. Um, so first question, how did you and Brian meet? Um, we met at the post office. Uh, he would go around the machines and pick up mail and he came up to my machine and, uh, he said, I don't know if what we said, said hi or Hey, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I ask, oh, what's your name? And he's like, uh, Jose. I'm like, <laughs> Jose, all right. You don't look like a Jose, but okay. Sounds good. <laughs> and um, he walked away. Later on, the end of the day, my uh, during my last break, he and his friend uh, Alex, they came into the break room and sat at my table. And they were just going back and forth about soccer or something. And uh, they both asked me for my Snapchat. So I gave it to them. And <laughs> Brian would be the only one that was, you know, snapping me and uh, writing me. And um, a few days later, he asked for my number and to see if I want to go on a date. And I didn't want to be, you know, the bitch and be like, oh, no, I don't want to <laughs> go on a date with you. <laughs> but I said, okay, yeah, he seems like a nice guy. Just mm-hmm. Try it out. So, so when you guys, um, that, so, so you guys go on a first date, how, how long into, like, how, how long have you guys known each other at that point? Like, like a week or so? Yeah, like a week. And, and so had, had Brian just started at the post office? Were you there first? Like, how, how did that, you know what I mean? He was there first. I believe he was, uh, working there for maybe two years or a year and a half. And then I started working there. Oh, I see. Uh-huh. So I kind of remember during that time, um, I remember him definitely saying that he met this girl at work that he really likes, and I was like, "Dude, you gotta go out with her," like or whatever. And then he, and then, 
um he's like no i think like like i think you guys had gone out like is that you, you guys used to go out after work like as a group right like like the post service guys yes yes yeah cause I, yeah because i think he was you, uh, yeah he would talk about that he's like yeah we've gone out like together and i was like take her out dude like what the fuck like um so um yeah so i guess you, so when when you guys went on your first date like what you just what were you expecting like just kind of like you you weren't you know you didn't know you were gonna find like like your husband then i assume no, I thought it was just, you know, two coworkers just hanging out, going out to eat. Um, I was late. He was on time. <laughs> That's which he, he is never on. I don't know how well everybody else who's going to listen to this knows him. He is the one who is never on time. It's just unbelievable. Really? No. <laughs> no, well, I will say, I will say at my Christmas party, he shows up two hours early. So there is that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he came to pick me up at my house and I wasn't even home. I had to go drop off one of my friends. Um, (laughs) and he was like, so, I mean, I know, knowing him now, I know he was so pissed that I wasn't home. (laughs) You were like on time, you know? (laughs) Yeah. And he was on time waiting for me. (laughs) How did you feel during that? Are you nervous? Are you just kind of like, Hey, whatever. I'm just going out with this dude, like just to be nice. So whatever. Yeah. I was just like, okay, just friends. We're just going out. Um, I don't want to be a, you know, be a bitch and turn him down. So (laughs) That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, where'd you, so where'd you guys go, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, we went to Shanghai. I know oh, they closed sick. down now, but, mm-hmm. uh, we went to Shanghai because we were supposed to go to a Portuguese restaurant, uh, I believe, um, in East Providence, but mm-hmm. I think they were closed. So then we went to, uh, Shanghai. Oh man, I, yeah, I used to love Shanghai. There's so, mm-hmm. so many good memories there. It's yeah. so, it was always like, like. I, I never went to Shanghai once where I didn't, like, know somebody else, too. So it, that part kind of stunk. But, like, I just, I used to love it over there. Um, so, uh, I didn't actually know Brian liked Asian food. I'm going to be honest. I picked up the restaurant. Uh, oh. <laughs> did he's he eat anything? Really a, or did he, he just did. scorpion bowls? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think he had, like, uh, teriyaki or something. I don't know. Yeah. That's funny. Um, so when did like when did you know that that you liked them? Like like when did you know that you were like you were like oh shit like like you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> it was when was it? When he came back from his Disney trip, and I guess when he was um in Florida, I was missing him, and uh, he came back. And we hung out for a little bit, and I'm just like, you know what? I think this is this is the, this is the guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is this one's for me. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Is it, and um, I'm trying to think. You guys but never. Um, oh, I can hear her screaming. <laughs> oh, do you, do you, you want to take a break? <laughs> yeah, let's take a break. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> hey, I'm back. With a special, another special guest, Lauren. No, <laughs> thanks for joining us, Lauren. I don't know. I think this is a first podcast experience. I think uh, Blind, Brian, when known as Blind Mike's daddy, tries to keep her away. Doesn't want too many people knowing about her. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, no. He 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 talks about her like like on Twitter and stuff, but like but you know we we never talk about it on our podcast. Obviously, it's not really the uh, the, the place for a baby. Um, I th- I honestly I don't know that I have me- uh, many other questions. I I know we're gonna get to your favorite memory. The one thing, so I know it's different. It's definitely different because like I grew up with him, but like he 
is five years older than me, and I, and as I said, I think I think we're the the same age. Um, he just seems so much older than me. Did did that ever like cross your mind that that he seems like like way older than you? Uh, yeah, but I didn't really see a problem with it because um, I have older brothers, so like I'm used to being around like older guys, I guess. Mm-hmm. So um, when he told me he was like 34, I'm like, okay, that sounds yeah. bad. Damn, that's cool. Like, like, cause I never like, like, I never really thought. I know, like, obviously, I'm, I'm almost the same age older than like my wife, and like to me, it's like I obviously don't think it's weird. But to, like, to like, Brian, just like, and and I know it's because like we're family. Like I said, like to me, I'm just like wow, like, like, dang, I can't believe he's dating somebody my age, you know. But like, but then at the same time, I'm like, well, Edeline's way more mature than he is, so like, it kind of I guess makes sense. So. It works out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, balances him out. I think. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, uh, what, what's your, like, so if you were sitting, like, uh, I, I always use this, like, have you ever seen The Green Mile? No. Okay, so that's a Tom Hanks movie, um, and there's, I don't know the dude's name, damn it, like, the best guy in the movie, um, uh, damn it, I'm at them, I'm gonna cut all that out. So, I'm just gonna cut out from everything that I just said. But not okay. from the Green Mile. Sorry. Um, so, like in the Green Mile, there's this scene with Tom Hanks. He he he's a, a prison guard. He he's the guard, like the head guard, and like the unit where uh, prisoners get put to death. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like back like in 1940s or some shit. And and he's a prison guard, and he's sitting with the guy right before he goes to the chair. And uh, the the guy says, he's like, "Do you believe in heaven?" Boss Tom Hanks says, "Yes." And then the guy says, uh, "He's like, do you believe that heaven is?" like a place like where you just get to live out your favorite memory over and over again. And Tom Hanks says, I very much believe that same thing. My favorite memory with my wife, like, and I know it's probably corny, was like that, like, like our honeymoon and like the period just after, like, was just so happy, so stress-free. If you could live out your favorite memory with Brian, what would that be? Um, yeah, well, my favorite memory, it is a little cheesy too. It's when uh, Lauren was born. Uh Yeah. <laughs> it was when he first held her for the first time. Oh. So. That's awesome. He cried and I cried. It was oh, a great man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That was a stressful time. I don't know if you... I mean, we don't have to talk about everything, but I know, like, during that time, he was pretty stressed out. I obviously... I was at work that night. I went upstairs to talk to him. But that that wasn't a, that, that wasn't an easy, like, 24 hours for you guys at all, either. No, not at all. He was a troop. He's a trooper. He's, like, the best support system ever. Like, best support guy. Yeah, totally. He's he's tough. I I always say, uh, and um, I I always I was saving this in case I had to make a speech at his wedding. But my my favorite characteristic of Brian is I could run full speed at him every time, and he'll just stand there and like let me fucking go nuts and just calm me down. You know, he's just yeah. he's so excellent at that. He's so like I don't know how he absorbs all that, but he's he's fantastic. Yeah, he is. All right, I I I think I've taken up enough of your time. <laughs> I'll let you get on with your day. Thank you so much for joining us. Okay, thanks, Josh. Well, oh wait, buddy, right? Yeah, either one is fine. Thank you. <laughs> Have right. a good one. All right, you too. Bye.